You're listening to the Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Today, I'm so excited to talk with my friend, Leslie Dash from Dress for Cocktails. She's known for her adorable hats and bags and even jewelry that have interchangeable bows on them. Um, So it's a really fun brand and the inspiration behind it is even more meaningful and special. So I hope you guys will enjoy. All right. I'm here with Leslie Dash. So Leslie, tell everyone who you are and kind of just a brief little bit about what you do. Okay. I'm Leslie Dash and I am an accessories designer. Uh, My brand is Dress for Cocktails and I'm known for creating the darling cocktail clutches that have interchangeable bows that you can mix uh, from your cocktail clutch to your totes, uh, even to your hats. So I have a uh, an array of hats as well. And and it all kind of goes along with uh, uh, sort of an exciting, fun way of life where, um, you know, a celebratory uh, uh, way of life, I guess you'd say. And so um, pretty feminine and happy <laughs> and lots of bright colors. That. So that's my brand. Yes. <laughs> No, it's perfect. Um, so let's take a little bit, um, steps back and talk about your childhood. Where did you grow up and kind of, what was your childhood like? Were you always, you know, loving color and kind of throwing together parties or did this come later in life? Well, I, I was, I'm, I grew up in Lutherville, Maryland, and I love thinking about my childhood. I, I loved my growing up years. I have such fond thoughts, and, and I have to say I loved being a little girl. I often think that that little girl is still alive and well in my oh. current day, even though I'm, I'm a, a very capable businesswoman and, and family, you know, involved with my family and handle lots of things. I think that there's a part of me that still, you know, enjoys uh, being adored and and you know all the things that I that I had when I was little. So, um, but I I'm fortunate. I grew up with very creative parents, and I had an yeah. older brother, uh, and all of that sort of fostered uh, a home where design and color and um, just loveliness pursued. Um, my mother was uh, very artistic, and as was my father and my brother. Yeah. Um, you know, they uh, kind of encouraged a whimsical life for me. You know, my, I remember as a, as a child, uh, we had gotten a new refrigerator and my, my parents made a puppet theater out of it. And Jeffrey would do puppet shows. My big brother's name was Jeffrey and he would do puppet shows for me. So I, I was sort of the audience for everything and got uh-huh. to enjoy all of that. And, and I think that led to me sort of loving, you know, a playful uh, life. Um, you know, school, even though I was a good student, I, you know, when I, when it was time for kindergarten, I wasn't really ready. I wanted to stay home and, and oh. enjoy, you know, the tea parties with my mom or you know, <laughs> things like that. And uh, uh, when I remember going off to kindergarten and uh, we used to go to Hutzler's tea room, Hutzler's was the department store in Baltimore. Okay. And they had this tea room that overlooked Delaney Valley. And it was just really pretty. It had a big mural on the wall. And, and, uh, and my mother would take me there for tea. 
And I just loved it. And so when it was time for school, I would kind of pull a little, you know, some teary eyes and, yeah. and uh, say, I'd rather go to Hutzler's. And sure enough, we'd dress up. And <laughs> but it was back in the day when I think you could, you could skip kindergarten a few days here and there, yeah. and it was okay. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, after, you know, of course, elementary school, and then I went on to, um, for high school, I attended a preparatory school, Maryvale Prep, and uh, we wore uniforms. So I think my my sense of fashion, you know, which, which I treasured because the weekends were when I was able to, you know, allow my spirit to shine, if you will, or my fashion sense. And, um, so I, I kept a calendar of my outfits so that I was sure to rotate them. I never wanted to wear something two or three weeks in a row. You know, we didn't have the huge closets back then that we do today, but, but, um, yeah, my mother, um, she worked at the Wilmington country store. And oh, I yeah. think you had one up in, we do. in Delaware, oh, yeah, yeah, in Greenville. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, as we think of preppiness, um, the Wilmington Country Store was just you know that they had the Dean sweaters and the Papagallo shoes, and and uh, so my mom always kind of brought that atmosphere home, and and uh, you know she she loved decorating, she painted, and. And so our house was always, we were always rearranging furniture and I used to close my bedroom door and, um, yeah, I had, I, you know, by the time I opened it, it was completely renovated and, you know, a whole <laughs> new, you know, a whole new design. And, and, uh, so I think, uh, just the whole, you know, creativity and, and, uh, um, an appreciation for color and how things were just so and arranging things and mm-hmm. you know tabletops and your bookshelves and bookcases and you know that books would you know some would stand up and some would be flat and all the little accoutrements that would sit on or around them and so we really enjoyed you know all that as you know growing up that was sort of part of my uh, my life and and with my mom and and then I guess, you know, it's, um, my parents had separated when I was in sixth grade. So, um, okay. we, it's, it's interesting. We've always remained sort of this very close family. And for those that know me, they know that my, my mom and dad actually live here on the property yep. with us and my, Marsh <laughs> Rabbit Run is our home. And, and, uh, Richard, my husband and I, we live in the main cottage and then my mom has a house and my dad has a house. So we're all still, after all these years, very much a family and, and, um, but my, and, you know, it's, my dad was more, um, when I think of entrepreneurship or where do I, mm-hmm. you know, where does that come in for me? Um, it's probably from my dad encouraging me with a business sense. So okay. um, as creative as he was, you know, he was really big into uh, making sure that I was exposed to personal development. And, um, you know, I was listening to tapes, Brian Tracy or, you know, on sales or, you know, all the gurus back then. And, uh, um, you know, I even went off and, and did Est when I was like 18. And so he had me sort of engaged in all the things kind of, you know, pushing, you know, stretching the rubber band, if you will, so that you were always, you know, explore, you know, exploring new, new, um, uh, just ways of thinking. And, yeah. and, uh, and I traveled with him. Um, he worked for a division of 3M. He was their director of training and sales development. Okay. And so I would go with him on his, you know, adventure, you know, when they would do big corporate uh, retreats and we would be in Marbella, Spain, or, you know, walking, oh you know, the streets of London and riding the tubes. And so I got to do all those things with him. So 
So that was really, um, you know, I think he sort of exposed me to the business side of the world. And, you know, and, and even at an early age, you know, having dinner parties with, you know, other executives and, Mm -hmm. and having conversation and, and being a part of that. So I think that I have him to thank for that. Definitely. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, I know, I've met your parents before I've stayed with you and I, yeah. I love the close family unit. I feel like that probably um, has been an important core to you since you were little and continues to this day. And probably um, you have the support of your parents, you know, their encouragement um, and always telling it's you so that you can, you can do whatever you set your mind to sort of thing. Exactly. Which I think is, Yep. Really yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit. So did you attend college? And if so, what did you study and where'd you go? Sure. Um, I did. Uh, after graduating from Maryville, I went to Towson State University. It's now, I think, just Towson University. Um, mm-hmm. And I studied communications. Uh, I was a Zeta there, Zeta Tall Alpha in the sorority. And I was the social chairman. Uh, so I guess that's part of my, you know, event planning. Yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> so um, always a party girl. Um, you know, uh, it's it's funny. I like to say, you know, it's I'm I'm a lightweight, but I do like to you know partake and enjoy the the festive party atmosphere. Um, and then after college, um, so I, I I studied communications, and then after college. Um, after kind of growing up in Lutherville and attending schools in somewhat of the same town, I remember thinking, I need to expand my horizons and live in a new place. And so mm-hmm. I decided to move to Alexandria, Virginia, so okay. which was you know just south of D.C. And, and, um, and I, while I was there, I ended up taking some classes at the local community college in photography and graphic design. Oh. And um, so kind of, you know, just you know, got my appetite for my own sense of creativity. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. interesting. You know, I, I grew up in a very creative home and I always felt like my parents and my brother were more creative than I was, you know, and, and I, I still believe that today, but I think my own creativity has blossomed later in life. And, okay. and I think as I share, you know, more of like of my history to up until dress for cocktails, it's, it's like, it's really, um, it's been a progressive uh, blossoming, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's it's nice because people don't always know what they want to do when they're right out of college. You know, some people do. And I think it's wonderful when you do and all the all the pieces fit right into place. But for me, it's been sort of this, you know, winding journey and, and, yeah. uh, and to this place. And um well, I always say, even still to this day, I'm like, well, when I grow up, I want to do this or that. And it's like, I'm a grown up, obviously. Right, and even right. my mom says that. I think, you know, it's good to keep evolving and keep dreaming and um, changing. I think that's, you know, natural and it's good to embrace that. So. It's so true. It's so true. And I think I, I've done a lot of that. Um you know, after graduating from college, um, you know, I, I had many different, you know, jobs or career starts and, and, um, you know, I did, I was in sales and I did some event planning and, um, and I always feel like all those things lead to where you are today. Um, but, um, uh, you know, as I, you know, just, um, I think, you know, well, I, I was, I've been married before, so I was, mm-hmm. um, my first husband, um, 
I helped uh, raise his children. So my stepchildren who have essentially become my own, I'm, I'm mom to them. And I have three wonderful children, Abby, Stephen, and Shannon. And so when they were little, um, I realized I needed, you know, to do something so that I could be around for them and be uh-huh. participative in their, in their lives. And so I began a cleaning company. I started a cleaning company and I maintained that through, you know, their early years so that I could be there when school let out and it was kind of afforded a nice schedule for me. Mm -hmm. I ended up, you know, and that was good. It was like building the business and, and my children were actually kind of involved in helping me with my marketing. I remember, you know, trying to be creative and, and, uh, you know, and how I got my clients and, and being choosy as well, you know, I mean, when you're in business, you know, for yourself, you can, you can determine what, what, what kind of client do I want to have, you know? (laughs) So, and then you target that client. So, um, and, uh, but I sold that business in, I guess it was around 1998. Okay. Which is actually right around the time that I met my darling, Mr. Dashing. So my husband, Richard, um, he wasn't my husband back then. Um, uh, so I had sold um, my cleaning company, and I it was at that point where I was kind of revisiting, you know, the whole personal development. And uh, so I began um, the program with Coach University. And once I graduated, I developed a coaching practice and executive coaching. And it was early on when when people would still say, you know, oh, what's a coach? <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and uh, so I was a little bit of a trailblazer back then. And um, and, you know, it's funny, um, uh, I was giving a speech, um, and in the audience, it was the first time I ever spoke in front of a, in front of a room full of people. And mm-hmm. I remember that day practicing with my mom, you know, I went over and I gave my speech to my mom and, and then I went off and, and did it. And lo and behold, who was in the audience, but Richard. And so that's how we met. He uh, was, you know, in my first audience, if you will. And uh, after my speech, I remember, you know, you kind of mingle after, you know, people were chatting and, and he and I started talking and he had such a wonderful way. And uh, he said, wow, you know, you're, you're terrific. If you're ever looking for a job or, you know, let me know. And it was right about that time that I was going through, you know, sort of a transitional time with starting my coaching practice. And I had separated from my husband. And uh, so I was looking for work. Mm-hmm. And so I called Richard and I began working with him. And it was the start of a wonderful friendship. Um, and so Richard was has always sort of been there along my, you know, for me and and, uh, but we weren't dating back then or anything like that. And, uh, but I worked for him as I, so I kind of, I actually had three jobs. I was doing my coaching practice. I was working for Richard more, little more than part-time. And, uh, and then I was in doing, had a sales position on the weekends and I was wow. raising my three stepchildren. So, oh my gosh, yeah, my children, That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not afraid of a challenge or, you know. Um, but my children stayed and lived with me um, until they went off to college. So I kind of raised them okay. as a single mom. And um, but it was, you know, it was, you know, you do what you have to do and and uh, not afraid of a challenge. And and 
Definitely. And I'm kind of one of those people that I feel like I'm more productive the busier I am, which I feel like it sounds like you might be as well. (laughs) Yeah, it's the more pots that are boiling on the stove, the better. (laughs) (laughs) So how did this then lead to dress Dress for Cocktails? Let's talk about that a little bit. What was the inspiration for it? And when did you decide to start? Well, if I can digress just a bit, let me share yeah, a little more about uh, uh, the coaching because I think yeah. that is kind of how it 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 leads to dress for cocktails. Um, so I was I was doing my coaching and and I found that my clients when we would have our coaching sessions, of course, you know, it was about business. But then more and more, I had clients say, "Well, I have a question, and it pertained to their love lives," mm-hmm. and. Um, and so, you know, the more I started kind of thinking about this and, you know, who am I? Yeah, I kind of thought, well, who am I and what are people wanting from me? And, and it, it kind of, you know, I thought, you know, I, I love love and, and love life and, and uh, I have a romantic spirit and, I'm, you know, I'm all about ambiance. And, and I, I, I kind of, you know, one day I remember just, you know, asking myself those questions, who am I? What is it that I want to do? And, and it just kind of came to me. I said to myself, I'm a romance coach. I, I want to encourage a romance with life. And so I set out and I created a whole romance coaching program. And, uh, and so one of my clients um, that I was working with said, uh, he said, oh, you know, I was telling a friend of mine who, about you and, and she writes for a local newspaper. And she'd like to interview you. And I said, oh, you know, well, that'd be great. So little did I know that she also wrote, she was a special to the Washington Post. So mm-hmm. we did our interview and I was still kind of, you know, I had just finished creating my plan and my, my program and where I was going forward. And on February 9th, I'll never forget the day. Um, I think this was in 99, 98, 99. Um, she the article came out and it was on the front page of the style section of the Washington Post. Oh my gosh. So, so it was called School for Love and it was all about, you know, my practice my my practice, my, you know, coaching and um it I remember my dad had to come over, my mom was there, the phone was <laughs> ringing off the hook. <laughs> and so it really just kind of jump started my romance coaching. Yeah. And so from there, I, uh, you know, I was, I've been, you know, in Cosmo, Men's Health, you name it, you know, every newspaper. Oh and uh, uh, I used to do, I used to have a, a writer for Men's Health. He would take the train from New York to Washington and I would meet him at Union Station and we would, um, we would do like an in-person coaching session and then he would traipse on back to New York and then write an, write an article, uh, you know, like a monthly article and, and You're like a real life Carrie Bradshaw. Right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh um and so um I also I, I ended up writing a book during that time, um, uh The Long Distance Romance Guide. Um at the time I had a couple clients that were in long distance relationships and I realized there was nothing out there, you know, to kind of be a, a, a tool or a guidebook, you know, how can you make it work? And this was before the days of FaceTime or, you know you know, here it's hard to, to not be connected or, you know, you, you, you know, you're on the phone all the time or people can text message now and you can see one another in real time. And, but back then it was sort of before all that. And, uh, 
And then my brother was my sort of my business partner, who was a, a brilliant writer. And uh, so uh, we wrote content for kiss.com and udate.com, and they were eventually bought by match.com. And so, um, uh, yeah, so my, you know, my advice was, you know, being, you know, given all around <laughs> for, for dating and, and online dating, long distance relationships. And um, I think one of my, uh, I was on the CBS early show with Bryant Gumbel and, and uh, I remember they had done a piece on my on long distance relationships and they had come to my home and, and interviewed me because of the long distance romance guide. And, uh, and I was watching it on TV because of course it wasn't live. And, and so there I was, you know, watching it, couldn't wait to, you know, see it on TV. And at the end of the piece, Bryant was sitting down with the reporter and he said, he said, okay. He said, I have a bone to pick with you to the reporter. And she said, what? And he said, a romance coach what on earth is a romance coach? And so my brother who was handled uh-huh. by PR, he, we immediately like were on the phone with the early show and saying, you know, well, let me come on and answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> I did. So, and he was lovely, you know, so, uh-huh. so, uh, but anyway, so that, um, you know, that was sort of a, a wonderful you know, chapter and exciting. And, and I think about the time when, when kiss.com had been sold and, you know, and, um, it was also around the time when Richard came back into my life. And, uh, and so I, I kind of took a pause from the romance coaching and, uh, uh, can I tell how Richard and I got together? Is that a, a of course. Yeah. That story? Okay. Um, so I was, um, I was living in Virginia and Richard had come into town. He was now living in Florida and uh, our children had all kind of gone to schools together. And so, you know, we had maintained our friendship over the years and, and he had called and said, Hey, I'm in town and, and I'd love to see you. And so he stopped by the house and I remember we were chit-chatting for, you know, a couple hours and, and, um, and, but when he arrived that day, I was standing in my living room window and I looked out the window and my mom she had had a house sort of built onto the back of my house and she was uh-huh. out of snow on the ground and she was like sweeping the snow. And, and I looked out the window and he was there talking with my mother and it was kind of like a light bulb clicked. And I, you know how you see someone like you've never seen them before. Yeah. And in a new light. Yeah. This. Yeah. And so we spent that day kind of chatting and then we decided, you know, well, let's, you know, get together later in the week. And I, at the time I thought, you know, I, I was looking for something, you know, I needed to work again. And so I said to Richard, I said, you know, I've learned how to build websites. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a jack of all trades. And so I said, how about if I build your website? And so he said, sure. And so I started to work with Richard again. And I guess it was about a month into our working together. He was back in Florida and I was, you know, at the house in Virginia and I had had to run to the store and I ended up locking myself out of the house and, and, you know, like I couldn't find my keys. And so I had to, you know, it was just sort of a quandary. Well, my, my phone had pocket dialed Richard. And so he called me and he said, are you okay? And I said, you know, Richard, I'm not. I said, I'm in love. And I'm in love with you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and he said, "I'll be on the next plane." And oh, it's like from a romance <laughs> movie. <laughs> so that's how Richard and I got together. But <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. 
But back to your question about, okay, so how did dress for cocktails uh, come to be? Um, so, you know, I had, you know, I guess it, we, you know, we, I had worked with Richard in the family business and, and of course I'm always, you know, longing for something creative to do and, and, you know, just entrepreneurial. And, uh, so, um, my brother and I, you know, I was, I started sewing again and Richard and I, um, we have a home in Yankeetown, Florida, which is kind of in a remote, uh, area of Florida. It's, it's north of Tampa, but south of the panhandle and it's mm-hmm. called the nature coast there. So it's very, um, it's beautiful, but it's, you know, it's untouched and, and, uh, so, you know, you're kind of away from everything, you know, you're not, you, it's 30 minutes to get to the grocery store. And okay. uh, we were, we were living in Yankee town. And so I decided to break out my sewing machine. And so I started sewing dresses. And so I called my brother and I said, Oh, you know, I, I made this, you know, pretty little green dress and, and, uh, and I've paired it with a, with a lime margarita. And well, it doesn't take much for my brilliant brother's brain to start working and clicking and thinking, hmm, there's a, there's an idea here. So um, so he said to me, you know, a couple of days went by and he called and he said, I've got this great idea. He said, I love, you know, it's it's it kind of mixes travel and adventure, but with, you know, cocktails and design. And so the concept was that I would sew a dress and pair it with a cocktail and travel to a locale, you know, or a restaurant or a destination where that cocktail was featured. So it may be, you know, you know, a a, a special bartender's, you know, concoction in New York City, or, you know, in Hawaii, or, you know, wherever it might be in in the Isles of Greece. And uh, so we started to put together, um, like a TV program idea. And uh, I still have the notes saved. <laughs> um, but um, it wasn't long after that that my brother unexpectedly passed away. Mm-hmm. And so, as most people know, and you know, with um, you know, he was my you know closest friend, my dearest confidant. And so it was, uh, you know, it it kind of took my the wind out of my sails, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so our dress for cocktails idea, I just kind of put it on the shelf and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of went back to work and, and, uh, several years later, I, you know, realized, you know, I think I'm going to take that idea off the shelf. Okay. And I didn't know what I was going to do with it, but, um, and I really didn't even know what Instagram was. You know, I, I called my daughter and I was like, what's this Instagram? She said, oh, mom, I think you'd really love that because it's, it's pictures and it's fun stuff. And then, it, you know, you, you don't just post words, you have to have a picture with it. And she knows how I love, you know, color and creativity and I'm yeah, a big Pinterest person. So, um, so I thought, well, I'm just going to start a dress for cocktails, Instagram page and Facebook page and share pretty pictures of my world or, you know, the things I, you know, in my home, or if I make a cocktail or, um, if I create something, I'm just going to share it. And so Mm -hmm. I did, and I had no idea where I was going with it, but, um, I really enjoyed it. And I, I loved the, you know, when it was, um, 
oh, I don't know. It was, you know, everybody wears pink day, you know, and I, so I was kind of, you know, getting involved in all that. It kind of brought yeah, out my community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, and through that developing connections and meeting other like-minded people, like meeting you is, you know, through, yeah. through Instagram. And, um, so, you know, I was, I was just kind of doing that with, you know, not, not really a, a true direction. And then, um, uh, by this time, Richard and I had, we had moved to Winter Park, Florida. So we had bought our home here and, and we would often walk up to the Avenue. Winter Park is just a lovely town with, uh, brick streets and, uh, the, the, the hanging baskets from the lampposts. And it's, um, it's just lovely with outside cafes. And so we would, you know, walk from the house up to the Avenue, up to Park Avenue and go yep. for dinner. And I, would I distinctly struggled with the right pocketbook clutch to hold just my lipstick, my, uh, my glasses, because I wear glasses, of course, and sunglasses, you know, maybe a credit card, calling card, and my lipstick, and, yeah. uh, and my, oh, my phone, my, the, and, you know, because the iPhone was getting a little bit bigger. And uh, so they were either too small, too big, too small, you know, and I just, you know, and I, I remember going into going in to see Richard in the other room and saying, I have, I've got the idea. I'm going to design a cocktail clutch that holds exactly what you need. That's versatile, can go with any outfit. And it's just ideal for, you know, going out for cocktails. And so I did, I made my first cocktail clutch out of cardboard and kind of drew on it and, you know, attached the bow um, and then I sat down at my sewing machine and I made the second version of it. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and that's kind of what brought me to dress for cocktails. So, um, and, you know, it was kind of the concept that, um, Jeffrey and I had had that every dress deserves a cocktail and every cocktail deserves a dress. And so this kind of took it to a new level with, you know, the cocktail clutch, um, you know, I wanted it to look like if, as you carried it, I, I always wanted the, the, the clutch to almost look like a gift or a present so that if it sat on the table or, or if you're having cocktails at a, uh, you know, at the bar or, you know, that you would set it there and it would just look like this bow adorned package, yeah. um, you know, next to your cocktail and be pretty and, and a conversation piece, which it certainly is. And, uh, and that's, it took, kind of took off from there. <laughs> so that I was my that. first product. <laughs> and I love that, you know, you kept your brother's spirit alive in this, that, you know, this idea that you guys came up with together, even though you evolved it and kind of changed it up a little bit, that it still, you know, has that tie with him, which I think is so special. Yeah. Um, I, I thank you for that. And acknowledging that I, I, the, the original bow that comes in, you know, I think, 20 plus colors now uh is named the buffy bow because as a little girl um he his nickname my nickname for him was buffy and so that bow lives on and i think everybody that has uh a cocktail clutch or a ladies who lunch tote or a, a hat you know has at least at least two or three or more buffy bows in their collection <laughs> yeah i love that and especially because he 
you know, sounded like he was so creative and just yeah. loved life. And um, so I think that's a great way to have his spirit live on. And I think Thank he'd you. be so proud of you Thank today. You. Thank you for that. Thank you. So what was the process like going from, you know, this idea to product? You talked about how you first yeah. made a cardboard form and then you set up your first clutch. Right. Did you have any like design background or had no. you just sewed like as a hobby, I guess, growing was, up? And Exactly. It had been a hobby for me. And um, so I, you know, talk about, you know, starting from ground zero, literally. Um, and so I knew, you know, I started, I, I Googled and I tried to find places in New York. Is there a, you know, a, you know, is there sort of a manufacturing? I had no idea what to do. And so, um, it was through, you know, research and phone calls and conversations because I didn't even know another handbag maker. You know, I really didn't even know a dress designer. So, um, so I, you know, I, I was scrappy and I figured, you know, kind of just got on the phone and, um, I found my first, uh, you know, manufacturer and, um, she's woman owned and was very inspirational to me and very helpful in getting this started because of course she had experience and, and, uh, I learned a lot from her, Laura mm-hmm. and, uh, with clutch made and, um, you know, I, you know, it's, it's, I, I, one of the first things I did is in terms of, from a design perspective is I created a Pinterest board for each of the clutches that I wanted to create. So okay. my, my original line of clutches um, were a series of different colors. I had a turquoise tiger, I had a pink giraffe. I, and so before I even knew what those fabrics were going to be, I, I created a board that just assembled the colors and, you know, whether it was a tablescape or, you know, a, a bow adorned blouse or, you know, a pretty pair of shoes, um, you know, or a gorgeous living room. I just, I found, you know, photographs that had those colors with them. And then that became my inspiration for each of my cocktail clutches. Got and then it. the, um, you know, the design and the manufacturing, you know, it, you know, and it, it's a, it was a challenge, you know, and making in the U.S. is, is certainly, you know, uh, a different price point than if I were, you know, just purchasing things from China and, and uh, you know, and, and not that one is better than the other. It's just, you know, that was sort of the route that I, that I went down of uh, being made in the U S and you know, and, you know, and I, people appreciate that. And I think people appreciate, you know, when your heart and soul is in your brand and, and uh, when you're, you know, when it's really, you know, your thoughtfulness that, that comes out in the product. I even, you know, in my clutches or even the kiss clutch and the ladies who lunch tote, they all have the same pockets. They have a credit card pocket, so you don't need to take a wallet if you don't want to. You can put your calling cards or your credit card there, and then they all have a pocket for your glasses, for your sunglasses mm-hmm. or your reading glasses, and and um, you know, so it's those little touches that um, um, that I think make a difference in in the in the line and in the brand. And, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so I mean, it was it, it was definitely a, a challenge, um, and you know, I, I think. Uh, not having any idea, you know, and not having any experience in the design world of of, of creating a, a garment or an accessory, um, it probably, you know, I, I I may have had more ups and downs, you know, <laughs> or uh, made a few mistakes along the way, but um, 
Uh, I think I have a little bit of a handle on it now. <laughs> I hope well, so. sometimes not having the experience, you know, kind of doesn't cloud your judgment because well, that's you're. What- that's true. You, you're just kind of on fire, and what do they say? Ignorance on fire, you know. And exactly, and it's exciting. And and uh, I remember uh, my first trunk show was up on Park Avenue, and uh, the uh, my cocktail clutches arrived that very day. I was, you know, and so you know, just make you know, getting things, and you know, I, I think you know, it's it's. Uh, that's probably one of the struggles I have is production schedules. And, you know, I want it now. Like I have an idea and I want to make it and have it. Here you go. <laughs> exactly. That patience is yeah. hard. Yeah. So you ha- you started with a clutch. Then mm-hmm. how did you decide what other products to make? Because now you also have hats, you have some earrings, a cuff, um, you have wine totes. So how did you decide, you know, kind of along the way, what products to to add to the collection? You know, that's a great question. And um, it really sort of stems out of my, not only my own needs and desires, but also requests from um, clients and, and the people that are enjoying the the designs of Dress for Cocktails. Um, you know, originally after the cocktail clutch was out and people were using it and they loved the, con- they loved that they could take the cocktail clutch on a on a cruise or on vacation and you, they could take one, like the gold shimmer clutch and then take five bows and then they would have one bag, you know, to go with every outfit because of all the different bows. And, um, so, but there was a desire for a larger, you know, handbag. And so that's when I designed the ladies who lunch tote, um, which, you know, it's, it's, it's still, um, gets a lot of requests. And so that's something going, going on in the back of my mind about sort of a newer version of that. And, um, but, um, you know, then I developed the kiss clutch, which was a still a cocktail clutch, if you will, but larger, you know, that, you know, for those people that, you know, prefer carrying more than just their basic essentials with them. And, um, you know, the, the, uh, the wine totes kind of came out of, you know, I love fabrics. You know, I, one of my favorite places to be is in a fabric store. <laughs> I yeah. can't get enough. So, um, uh, you know, I had all these beautiful fabrics and leftovers and I, I thought, you know, it kind of goes with my brand and, and, you know, I love, you know, styling the bar or, the, or a bar card or, mm-hmm. um, and so I thought, you know, making that, you know, the bar can be pretty too. And it's, you know, I, when I, you know, when I style my own bar here at Marsh Rabbit Run, I, in our cottage, I, you know, I always have, you know, little silver pieces and I love to polish the silver and, you know, but I also want to have things that are colorful and, you know, sometimes, you know, wine bottles are dark and maybe not as pretty or lively. And I thought, you know, what if I, you know, created something where they could, you know, be beautiful and lovely. And, and, uh, so that's when I created the, uh, the bottle dresses as I call them. And, um, uh, and so, uh, and then it, it kind of, from there it was, you know, I decided to, you know, bows are sort of my, um, I th- and, and by the way, I do have flowers that go on the handbags and hats yep. as well, <laughs> but I think like the bows are everybody's favorite. They're ahead. Um, the uh, uh, the flowers are sort of a Chanel touch, if you will, and uh, but um, but then I came out with the earrings, and um, and they're fun, you know. They they too add you know a pop of color. I have my acrylic earrings, um, and uh, 
and then I also have the Suki earrings uh, that dangle, and um, so they're a little more whimsical. They can be dressy mm-hmm. or casual, and and uh, so it just kind of adds a um, you know another uh, element to the the line. And I think I think what sets the line apart is it's it's interchangeability. Um, you know, it's color, you know, the, the fact that the, you know, it's colorful and, um, and it's the versatility with the bows, you know, mixing and matching. And, you know, I have the, um, the patent leather belt where you can actually put your bow on a belt and, um, and then, you know, the hat. So it's, you know, it really, it, it, creates a whole new, you know, it's, you know, you stand in your closet and you, you go to get dressed and you choose a dress or a, a, a top and a pair of slacks. And, and, and now there's an opportunity to, you know, choose your handbag and decorate the handbag with the bow, or if you're going to wear a hat with it, you know, you know, the bow can match, you know, your ensemble. And so it, you know, I think once people start, you know, uh, enjoying the brand and, and, uh, you know, once they've kind of had their first clutch or two or hat, um, it kind of sets a, uh, you know, sets them off and, and they, they want more. And so, um, you know, I'll have some clients, they, they have every bow and every color and <laughs> when one comes out, they can't wait to have it, which yeah. warms my spirit. It's, you know, it gives me great joy. So. So it's kind of like the a lifestyle then yeah. I'd say, yeah. right. With all the products then you buy Feminine, into. pretty. Yep you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, I, I think my, my passion in life, in fact, you know, I think if, if I had, if I had been more organized in my life, <laughs> I may have gone down a design, you know, I, I'm, I love decorating. I love our homes. I mean, my, mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of my side passion is, is decorating our homes and always rearranging and, and a staging. And, and uh, so I think it, you know, it's, you know, this is, you know, the same, you know, staging your outfit, you know, and it's, it's, um, you know, adding that element of femininity and loveliness to, you know, your clutch, your handbag, your hat, you know, your belt, and even the cuff, the gold cuff bracelets with the flowers that, make, you know, they interchange, you can have a white flower, or a black flower to go, you know, or, or a pink flower to go with whatever outfit you're wearing, and, you know, mix it with your other bangles, or, so it's just kind of a, it's a versatile line, and, and, uh, uh, you know, with, with, uh, a happiness factor, if you will, an ambiance to it. Yeah. So who or what inspires you, you know, in terms of new designs or business, um, where do you get some inspiration from? Um, that is a good question. So uh, as I said, I love, um, I love being in, uh, amidst color. So I find myself in, uh, fabric stores, perusing garden shops. You know, I just, I love the, you know, I love geraniums or I love petunias, you know, like my signature pink bow, because all of my handbags have my signature petunia pink lining. And uh, so I, I, I'd have to say, you know, gardens and um, anything where there's color. I mean, living in Florida, I'm so fortunate because things are, you know, bright and the sky is blue and you know, it's sunny. You're surrounded by color. Right, right, right. And, um, and you know, I, I, uh, I think that my inspiration, you know, it's, I love Palm Beach. I, you know, I love, um, I love being on Pinterest and, um, of course, all the keywords that I follow on Instagram have something to do with Palm Beach. <laughs> so, um, 
but uh, but I guess it's you know what inspires me is really um, color and then need you know like if if uh, you know for example when I created the Kiss Clutch it was I was sort of inspired because I wanted something um, classic uh, I, I kind of like a retro chic vibe to my designs and um, and I thought the Kiss Clutch with the ball you know the Kiss ball uh, closure you know brought that element to the line it was a little more um uh retro if you will and mm-hmm. and kind of bringing that um that back to the forefront so awesome i love that <laughs> um so what are some challenges that you face so far in business um i think well i i can tell you one of the challenges that i face even as you know, we're in, in this current situation, um, is I tend to forget to document, uh, my, you know, the beautiful cocktails I make or the tablescape that I set or, um, you know, and, and share in my stories. And I think one of the challenges that I face is I'm so busy living in the moment, enjoying it. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that I, I'll be halfway through dinner and, and I'll, turn to Richard, I'll say, I forgot to take a picture of this beautiful table. And now we've got good. And, and I feel like most people are the opposite. <laughs> right, right, right. Have eaten. And I'm like, so um, I think that's something I need to get. Um, that's probably a challenge, you know, that's something I could do better with. And, um, and even, you know, documenting the, the progress of, um, you know, when I'm creating, you know, maybe taking pictures along the way so that people can enjoy watching it come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you could say, you know, my greatest challenges that I face are staying focused or, um, you know, keeping in, in one direction, you know, and, you know, it's, and it kind of goes back to the production timelines, you know, like, okay, I've created something and I've sent it off to production and, and now I'm like waiting. And so then I come up with another idea and it's, it's gone in a different direction. So I think, you know, focus and, focus. you know, being diligent about that um, is probably um, the challenges that I, that I endure. Yeah. I feel like people though, a lot of people, you know, staying focused is a challenge yeah. for them. Yeah. So on the flip side to that, what are some of your greatest successes? I mean, obviously in your previous business, you've had some great ones as well, but what about, you know, with this one? With Dress for Cocktails, I, I would have to say that my, my, the, the moments that I, that are, that speak success to me mm-hmm. are when I see, um, my handbag or a hat with a Buffy bow being worn, enjoyed, and just loved. Yeah. That is, it, I, it, and, and if I walk into a cocktail party and somebody has, is carrying my cocktail clutch, I just want to go give them a big hug. <laughs> it makes me so proud. It's like my baby is out there and, and they're enjoying it and they're loving it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, I have, you know, it's when I see that someone is on their, you know, 30th purchase, you know, a dress for cocktails because they love all the bows and they love the different styles of handbags. And, you know, it's become part of their repertoire in their closet. It's, I, I have to say that, that, that gives me, you know, just utter joy and yep. and knowing that I've made them feel pretty or happy or loving carrying it. And maybe it's, it's become a conversation piece for them. Um, and then I, I guess in addition to that, you know, the other um, I think for, with dress for cocktails success is the connections that I've made 
um, mm-hmm. any fellow uh, designers or influencers, mm-hmm. um, you know, connecting with you. Um, I, I feel like that has just uh, been a success as well. Like that's, yeah. that's made me proud and, and um, you know, connecting with other, you know, women entrepreneurs and sharing our, our journeys and, mm-hmm. you know, um, and protecting one another. Hey, are you doing okay? You know, like reaching out or, you know, when somebody sends me a direct message and just, you know, to cheer me on, you know, it's um, as, as lovely and pretty as, you know, as dresser cocktails is to look at and enjoy, you know, it's there, it's, it's still work. It's, you know, it's, yep. there's a lot of effort that goes on in it. And, um, and so it's nice to have your, your cheerleaders surrounding you and, and encourage that community. You. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So who would be your dream customer? If you could pick anyone dead or alive, um, famous or an influencer or a Royal, who would you pick to be your dream customer? Oh my goodness. Well, there isn't just one, right? I mean, there, I want lots of dream customers, <laughs> but, um, um, you know, of course I would, I would have to say, you know, the classics of, you know, to imagine Grace Kelly carrying a, yes. uh, for cocktails, cocktail clutch would be, you know, over the, an over the moon moment. Um, uh, you know, all the, uh, you know, Oh, you know, a Princess Diana or, you know, and yeah. I, lo- I love the story of how she, you know, carried her clutch to when she would get out of the car and, and the clutch, would, she would hold the clutch against her cleavage um, as she leaned forward to get out of the car is to protect it, you know, maintain her, her uh, uh, elegant, her I guess. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> her modesty, yeah. So, um but I guess, um, you know, my dream customer are those clients that come back again and again and um, enjoy uh, that my designs. I think that's probably my my dream customer. And I have those and I, I treasure the every them. day. Lady, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So what's one piece of advice you'd give to an aspiring entrepreneur or designer? Um, I'd have to say. Um, take the time to be quiet in your, in your mind, mm-hmm. um, you know, your, your thoughts and enjoy the opportunity to really visualize and imagine your dream. Like uh, when I say, you know, sit quietly, like just allow your, allow your mind the space, you know, whether it's taking walks or, you know, tuning everything out or, you know, or even if it's playing soft music, whatever works for you, take that time to allow your dream to resonate inside of you, inside of your heart and soul and go for it. And then surround yourself with those people who support and encourage and help you achieve that dream. I feel that you, know, you said it earlier, I'm so lucky with my family, you know, with my parents and mm-hmm. Richard. I mean, Richard is my greatest champion. You know, my, there was, I was, there's never been a, a time where anyone has said, oh, you can't do that. It's always, of course you can do that. My, my mother, you know, is, you know, my happiness champion, you know, she's, you know, and she was always, you know, always there to say, oh, oh, I love it. And you, oh, it's beautiful. You know, it just, it just, the sky was the limit. And my dad, you know, no one can do it better than you, you know, so yeah. I'm fortunate in, in having that, but find those people. And if it's not your family or if it's, 
you know, then then go find them elsewhere. But surround mm-hmm. yourself with those people who will give you that gift of being your cheerleader. Definitely. And I love whenever I'm down there and your mom is carrying one of your bags and she's so <laughs> proud and happy and it's coordinated so well with it, her outfits. It is, so it is. You have it's great true. cheerleaders. <laughs> true. Thank you. So what does preppy mean to you? Oh, okay. Um, so preppy is, of course, classic and timeless. Um, I guess I have to give a shout out to my alma mater, Maryvale Prep, where uh, the girls sort of led the way in being the (laughs) ultimate preppies. Um, I think of wide whale corduroys. Um, I had a pair of uh, pale pink wide whale corduroys that I wore in high school. And uh, I think the sweaters were the Dean sweaters with the yoke around the neck um, <laughs> that all the girls wore. Um, but I think of like, you know, Bermuda bags, um, which is also, you know, a versatile bag and and uh, being able to change the little covers and um, popped collars, pink and green. Um, and I like to think that my brand is is preppy too, you know, that it kind of uh, incorporates the, you know, a classic timelessness of, of, uh, you know, you can, the cocktail clutch will never go out of style. And, yeah. uh, and I think that's what preppy is. For sure. So what's your favorite current product on your website? I know it's like picking your favorite child, but <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. You know, it's funny. And I, I waver between them, um, uh, you know, as you, most recently, um, you know, during this pandemic, I got back to the sewing machine and, um, and started sewing bows. And so I made the new collection of Marvelous Bows, which just sold out of the black and white uh, Marvelous Bow. And, and uh, um, but to choose a favorite, I guess, you know, right now my favorite is the Kiss Clutch because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a little bigger. It holds more. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, you know, feminine. Um, it kind of brings back like a 60s, 70s vibe. Um, and I'm, I kind of, I, I love the colors that it's coming in, like the black and white cheetah, or it's, I've got the pink check, which is, yeah, and then of course the classic, you know, that. navy gingham, you know, or, uh, yeah. you know, it's just, you, you can't go wrong with that. So, so they're kind of fun. Um, so I, I think right now that's my favorite. The Kiss Clutch. I have that <laughs> yeah. one in the black. Um, oh, okay. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love oh, that. Yeah. But next yeah. on my list is the pink or the navy gingham. They're gorgeous. You love your navy blue. You love your blue. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So what's your favorite cocktail? Oh, um, so I love a, I love a champagne cocktail. So I love the French 75. Yes. Um, I'm known, I'm one to sip a glass of champagne most evenings, um, or a mm-hmm. glass of wine. Um, and I, I'm, I'm a Chardonnay drinker, so I like a hearty, buttery, kind of a heavier Chardonnay. Okay. Um, and then I guess if it was a, uh, just a cocktail. I'm kind of a Cosmo girl, so I enjoy oh. a Cosmo if I'm sipping. I, I like things that don't that aren't on ice. I like them to. I don't know. It, it messes up my lipstick, and <laughs> <laughs> I like things that are either served in a flute or up in a martini glass or anything that looks pretty. Really, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, what's your favorite place for cocktails and fun? I know you and Richard love to go dancing and stuff. So, what's your favorite we place? We do. You um, my favorite place. You know, I am a homebody. 
And so I think that's why, you know, and anyone that follows along and on Instagram will see, you know, our back porch or our, um, where we sit poolside or, um, you know, I, I'd have to say my favorite, I, I'll, I'll expand this and say my favorite time and place would be uh, at the end of the workday, uh, Richard and I always enjoy, I always try and make sure I change what I'm wearing um, so that I'm dressed for cocktails, even if it's casual, it's sort of a fresh, you know, that part of the day is over and now it's time for us to enjoy one another and celebrate our time together and, you know, sip a glass of wine or champagne. Richard's enjoying his tequilas these days. So he, okay. he's um, discovered tequila and, and, uh, but I'd have to say, um, right here at home and, and happily, happily to stay here. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to the day when we can go dancing again, you know, Richard and I love to dance. And Mm -hmm. so these days we've been dancing in the kitchen, but, um, uh, we look forward to hopping back up to the Alphand or, you know, up on the Avenue and going dancing soon. I love that. I think that's great advice even for everyone (laughs) here in quarantine to just, you know, get changed at the end of the day into something fun and enjoy a cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, what's one thing you always have on your bar cart? Um, decanters. I'm a big okay. fan of crystal decanters. I feel that um, I don't want anything, you know, uh, I want it to all look crystally and sparkly and shiny. Mm-hmm. And so I would say the first thing that comes to mind is a decanter um, and then some sterling silver pieces, because I feel like it just creates a, um, just a loveliness, uh, sort of an old school atmosphere of when you're going to serve a drink or pour a drink, it's, um, you pour it out of the crystal and it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I love that. I need yeah. to get one. I need to get a pretty Oh, crystal. you have to. Yeah. And you need to have the little <laughs> labels, the little silver labels. It's, yes. you know, I you actually know. have been on the hunt for this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So what's next for you and Dress for Cocktails? Um, you know, this has been a wonderful time for me to kind of just, you know, having the 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 time to create um, more time at, you know, in my little studio sewing, um, you know, being able to make bows. It's by putting myself back at the sewing machine or at my work table, it's it like it spurns new ideas. So mm-hmm. I have a new clutch in the making. Um, that it's been something that people have been asking for. So um, that'll be a nice surprise. And um, it may be, uh, you know, it, it may not fit t- a timely, you know, because of with everything going on, but, um, but better late than never is how I'm going to look at that. And, um, and then uh Probably, um, you may see some new things, uh, some new bows. I've got um, some ideas along with the hats. So um, so I think hat, bow, and new clutch folk are going to be uh, coming soon. So. <laughs> oh, I'll have to be on the lookout. Yeah. I love yeah. that. All right. So <laughs> last question here is let everyone know where they can find you. What's your website, your social media, all of that. Okay, so I'm at Dress for Cocktails on Instagram. 
uh, all spelled out. And then on Facebook, also Dress for Cocktails. And you can find my website at dressforcocktails.com. And I try and make myself available. So if, you know, I have a chat box on my website um, and I answer your chats. So oh my gosh, um, I love that. Because yeah, so, I, I always say, hi, it's Leslie. You know, so I want them to know I'm, you know, I'm engaged with them. And, uh, and yep. people are welcome to send me a message on Instagram or, um, you know, reach out. I, I love to hear from people and help them choose their bag and bow combination. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Leslie. Oh, it's been a delight. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. Thank you.